Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna no, just riff, riff it. Riff. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I think I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front Podcast. This is Gideon Hambright. And I thought they lost all their good players. And I'm Gideon Hambright. No, you're not. You're Patrick, idiot. <laughs> but you're fucking Reem, dude. Idiot Hambright. <laughs> oh, wow. Write that down. Okay. Hey, if you have another uh, accidental son, you should call him idiot. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like what... Uh, it's a combination of what Patrick calls you and what I call you. Yeah. Because obviously the company we started, Patreon, is Patreon. already doing another thing. Yeah. Thanks for being back on the show, Gideon. Thanks for having me, pal. F- fan favorite. I like Gideon because me and you stop attacking each other I know. as much. We, yeah, or we both, or you're getting hit by two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's been about a month. Yep. You were on that uh, classic mousetrap episode. Classic. Mm-hmm. Undefeated. Even though not a single mouse got trapped. No. No, that game kind of sucks shit. <laughs> uh, like, it's hard. It's a good. In theory. It's more exciting than any other game I've fucking played. It's like the XFL. Uh, Good in theory. Didn't work on the field. He hate me. Well, they got a new XFL coming. Is he hate me gone? I think uh, he went like, missing. He just won a re- he got arrested recently. Did he, I think he was missing, too, for a minute. Rod Smart. Yeah. Not very uh, My son's missing me. a twofer. Uh, hey, your son now, he's got a birthday today, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, buddy. Yeah. 21 years old. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's been a hell of a, hell of a ride. Really rolling over the odometer. Oh, life. that's cool. All right, I got to go. Bye. Uh, <laughs> God damn. Well, so we have you back on the show today. We got a fun, fun size. Locked and loaded. Yeah. It's going to be a wild one. Uh-huh. We're going to call it, I'll call it a wild one. That's fine. I'm not scared. A real wild one. Wild, wild one. one. Wild, wild one. one. Did I tell you about how I confused... Iggy Pop. Wild thing. And what's the other one song that has wild in it? It's a real wild one. Wild, wild, wild one. No, Born to be Wild. Oh, yeah. Born to be Wild. I literally... I think I love you. My whole life, I've thought they were the same song. I know they're different songs when I hear them, but in my head, they've always been the same song. Uh, So that's kind of weird, huh? Is there a movie... Well, the difference is... Born to be Wild is a movie about uh, a gorilla. kid and his gorilla, and Wild Thing is a about a gorilla and his kid. Well, it's Denise Richards. And- what's uh, oh, what's the one with JTT? Is it called like uh, Pinocchio? No, no, the one where he's got the three brothers and the they same, make like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, wilderness yeah. movies. Um, and they pour the molten lead down the rack. What is that one called? It's good. It, I don't uh, know. Brad Renfro, rest in peace. Oh, yeah, is but it it's, not, it's not Tuck. It's not Huck and Huck and. What was the movie with Finn? But they're both in it. Wild Wild Country, right? No, it is good though, and we used to we watched it in like middle school. Yeah, I liked it. What was the Renee Ooh. Russo and a uh, monkey? Thomas Crown Affair. No, she was with the gorilla. Mighty oh, Joe you, Young. Are you thinking of Charlie Theron and no, the gorilla? No, no, Renee My, Russo got like in a fancy right? apartment or a fancy oh, New York hotel. In. No, that's a different one. Sean Dunstan checks. What's the name in. of the Trump one cups. with uh, Matthew? Uh, Ed. Ed? Ed? Ed is Matthew LeBlanc, where he plays baseball. What was the one with Jason Alexander and the kid? And uh, he, Dunstan check. That's Dunstan checks Dunstan checks in. Checks in. Baby's with, Day Out. Mm, I'm looking up monkey movies. Renee Russo. Baby's Day Out is a monkey movie. I think it's an ape. I mean, yeah, yeah we did evolve from apes, so I guess technically Baby's Who's Day Out we, is Who's we, bud? Oh, Buddy. That's what it's called. Uh, the Renee yeah. Russo one's called Buddy. 
Uh-huh. Um, there's Monkey Trouble with the girl that was in the Limbus. Dora Birch. Yep. Uh, and... Uh, she got the monkey, and then the monkey is a thief. She got the monkey, and then the monkey got her. Shock the monkey. Shock the monkey. Shock, shock the so monkey. So that's what our uh, If episode... I say shock the monkey, what do you, who do you think of? Peter Gabriel. I think of Coal Chamber. <laughs> they did a cover. Whoa. And what about you? When I say shock the monkey, what do you think of? Animal cruelty. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that episode of... Uh, Quantum Leap. Yep. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Where Sam's a monkey and he keeps getting shocked and he has to run around in the diaper the whole time. Wait, is this real? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they're going to test uh, uh, fighter pilot helmets on him when brain uh, concussion stuff. They're going to put his head into a machine that smashes it. There's a... And there's, he's all drugged up and Al's like, the, Sam, you got to wake up. Do you remember the professional wrestler uh, Crusher? Yeah. He would, uh, well, he crush. would crush people's heads. And he had a mullet. Yeah. Do you remember Kids in the Hall sketch where they would crush people's hands? Yeah, that's all I remember from Kids in the that's Hall. That's so good. Um, I was going to say this. Uh, we're uh, The Arrowverse, which you know, obvious listeners know I can't shut up about it the last yeah. couple of weeks. I'm in love with it. Uh, Do you have to read for that? Hold on. There's a great uh, There's a great joke running joke in one of the uh, crossover ones where- well, I hope Flash makes it. Flash and Arrow get- See? He's got a lot of great running jokes. Flash and Arrow get uh, switched. And the whole, the, all four episodes, they talk about whether, stop mean mugging me. I can talk about stuff, what? you son of a he bitch. He was just holding his eyebrow He's up. giving me mean eyes because I haven't read the Wikipedia yet. I know uh, what your uh, fucking uh, brain's uh, doing, dude. Uh, We've done a 200 of these fuckers. Uh, the, whole, the whole four episodes, Flash and Arrow get switched. And the whole time, all they're doing is talking about, is this like Quantum Leap or is this like Freaky Friday? And they just keep going back. They're like, it's Freaky Friday. They're like, no, no, it's Quantum Leap. But you don't see me when you look in the mirror. It's great. So thanks for ruining my life. Uh, what? What are we talking about today on the show? Baby, we're talking about choose your own adventure books. Oh, fuck. I have cruelty to animals brought up on the Wikipedia. I, saw, I noticed that. I got to close that. Uh, choose your own adventure books. Hell yeah. Uh, Did you guys, you have a background with any of these things? You read them growing up, Gideon? I, I, I think I read one growing Me up. Me too. At the Scholastic Book Fair. Oh, I'd grab those fuckers for detention. Oh, uh-huh. I've read one as well. I I bought one at a, probably like a book fair. Or yeah, because re, reading's fundamental. Reading is fun. And I I, uh, I read it. I remember reading it, liking it, and then like never going back to another. Yeah, because you finished it. But also never going to get another choose your own oh. adventure. Though. I think they're great for writing book reports on because like yeah, yeah, I finished the book. It's five pages yeah, long. Yeah, prove it. Prove I didn't, you dipshit. Yeah. Uh, let me read this real quick and then we'll jump right into it, okay? Okay. Uh, Choose Your Own Adventure is a series of children's game books where each story is written from a second person point of view, with the reader assuming the role of the protagonist and making choices that determine the main character's actions and the plot's outcome. The series was based upon a concept by Edward Packard and originally published by Constance Kappel and R.A. Montgomery's Vermont Crossroads Press and the Adventures of You series, starting with Packard's Sugarcane Island in 1976. Choose Your Own Adventure was published by Bantam Books, uh, most popular series during the 1980s and 90s, selling more than 250 million copies worldwide. Damn, most popular series until Harry Potter. Yeah. It's definitely the one that came around. Was like, the, in the Bible right, series. Kids-like huh? narratives. Now, quick, uh, before you, we jump right into it, I want to say this is not the first Choose Your Own Adventure. So what we did is, you, <laughs> now tell them, years ago, yeah. when we did it, we took a trip to Oregon, uh-huh. and I think maybe some of the listeners know that we... Tried to do it, choose your own. Gideon, you were here. Tried yes, to find I was. one online. I was yeah, and what happened? Uh, Internet rule thirty six. Yeah, right. Everything is, right is that right? everything's porn or yeah, something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it just became horny, 
And uh, well, then you they called boobs horn. pointer sisters. Yeah, they called boobs yeah, the pointer sisters. And then we were like, all right, we're done. We got to get out of this. I got a pointer brother in my pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your brother's got a hell of a pointer too. Yeah, by the way. Just puts it in a holster on his waist. Pig. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so then, so then, what? A year and a half goes by. We decide, oh, we wanted to do a choose your own adventure book. So then you go on the internet and mm-hmm. you order one. Yeah. And what happens there? It. Uh, I. It, <laughs> I think I got it from half off books. Yeah, because you only got half the book. Yeah, yeah. The funny thing is the choose your own adventure called Vanished. Oh. And, and it, it was missing like the first 30 pages. Yeah, it was missing like a bunch of pages, which you think with a choose adventure, it's like, well, you could figure it out. Well, well not need, without the first part. Yeah. You just need the first two pages. Yeah. It's like um, jumping right into the middle of a movie. Yeah. So then you, what you did is you ordered another one. You know what I hate about jumping in the middle of a movie? What? Hitting in your head. head. Oh, yeah. no. I've stayed in a hotel with you. Uh, I'm going to jump in the shower. <laughs> Uh, so then we ended up going with you ordered another one and we got it and mm, fresh crisp, brand new crisp. what's it called Patrick it is called the abdo- ooh, the abomin oh my god I can't read that <laughs> just word just say it the abominable snowman the abominable snowman the I can say it I can't read it yeah yeah the abominable snowman there's an M where I didn't yeah, know yeah yeah so here we go I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh hold on the- so who's it by and everything yeah, who's it by? Uh, give these people credit the abominable <laughs> probably not even his real name Oh, the abominable snowman? Probably not. His name's probably Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) By R. A. Montgomery. Oh, that's the motherfucker I just talked about on here. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's the he's one of the creators with Sugarcane Island, right? With uh, Constance Capel. I didn't know. I always assumed it was maybe it is like a like a a Nancy Drew where it's written by who the fuck cares and Mm -hmm. you know. Here we go. Here we go. We're so, so where we Gideon is going on before we get started, uh, we have uh, beware. Okay, Gideon and. Buck and up. warning. My okay? teeth are chattering. This book is different from other books. Oh. You and you alone are in charge of what happens in the story. There are dangers, choices, adventures, and consequences. You must use all of your numerous talents and <laughs> much of your enormous intelligence. Oh. The wrong decision could end in disaster, even death. But don't despair. At any time, you can go back and make another choice oh, after Christ. the path of your story and change its results. You and your best friend Carlos oh. have traveled to Nepal in search of the fabled Yeti or abominable snowman. <laughs> Last year, while the two of you were mountain climbing in South America, a guide told you about the legendary... Hold on, did you say a guide or a guy? <laughs> Both. <laughs> yeah. A guide told you about the le- legendary <laughs> Some creature... Dude. Yep, and you haven't stopped thinking about the Yeti since. Carlos arrived and went straight into the mountains when a Yeti sighting was reported. He hasn't been heard from in three days. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. A late monsoon storm has moved in, and the mountains are almost impassable. You know Carlos will depend on you to do the right thing. But what is it? Okay. I'm ready. I put uh, on my snow boots and everything. So, okay. Oh, okay. Um, we're happy. Here, try to switch it off. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll start off. <clears throat> here we go. Okay. You are a mountain climber. Mm-hmm. Three years ago, you spent the summer at the climbing school in the mountains of Colorado. <laughs> Your instructor said that you had natural skills as a climber. You also saw dinosaur tracks. Whoa. Whoa. You How made music. Do they play? <laughs> you made rapid progress, and by the end of the summer. You were leading difficult rock and ice climbs. Hell yeah. That summer, you became close friends with a boy named Carlos. The two of you made a good climbing team. How old am I in this? 
probably like 11. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not like a 33-year-old. That's the only school you went to was climbing school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the two of you made a good climbing team. Last year, you and he were chosen to join an international team. The expedition made it to the top of the two unclimbed peaks in South America. One night on that expedition, the group was seated around the cook tent at the base camp. The expedition leader, Franz, told stories of climbing <laughs> in the Himalayas. <laughs> what a cheap mountain climbing name. The highest mountains in the world. Ooh, and here's a beautiful photo. Oh, nice. Get in, look. I am. Get in, look. I am. I am. I am. I am. Put your phone down. Yeah, dude. You gotta I'm, be present. I'm on my You're phone. gonna piss Franz off. This is why Carlos is dead, bud. <laughs> uh, the Himalayas form a great natural wall between India and China, with Nepal tucked in the um, tucked amid the peaks. Everest, K2, and Annapurna are the best known mountains in the Himalayas. These and many other peaks have been climbed. Still, others lie in a remote areas where few humans have gone. There, said Franz, in the high valleys beneath the snowfields, lives the Yeti, Ooh. sometimes called the, the Abominable, Abominable Snowman. Some like metal yeah. song starts playing. The Yeti is said to be a huge beast, Franz tells you. Perhaps a cross between a gorilla and a human. Oh. People cannot agree so with So he's this. an ape. Thank you. Is the Yeti dangerous, Carlos asked? Franz shrugged. Some say it is. Like Other people Franz. say the Yeti is very gentle. Have you ever seen one, Gideon said? Well, No, almost no one has. The best proof of the Yeti's existence is a set of very large footprints discovered in the 1950s by a British expeditioner. That's how you know that Yeti's got a huge dick. Big ass red. Big, yeah. No one has ever photographed one that I have heard of, Franz said. But still, the stories persist. <laughs> you and Carlos decided then and there to find this fucking Yeti. We're going to get this fucking Yeti. When you return from South America, the two of you raise money from the International Foundation for Research into Strange Phenomena. Your goal, proof positive that the Yeti exists. You will find and photograph the Yeti. That is what brings you to Kathmandu, the capital of Nepal. Your problems, though, have already begun. I wonder if you see Bob Seger there. Nice. Oh, yeah, nice. Another going to Kathmandu. Uh, I don't like that guy. He makes too many night moves. Uh, <laughs> well, he's so old now. All those night moves mm-hmm. are just going to the bathroom. The bathroom yeah. You're, yeah, but the, he is like a rock. Those fuckers. <laughs> oh, kidney stones. <laughs> he doesn't have a going problem. He has a growing problem. <laughs> uh, two days ago, Carlos left by helicopter to look over the terrain near Mount Everest. The Carlos hel- is 11, and he's just like taking helicopters, yeah, what's happening? traveling the fucking world. I dig the helicopter. Where are our parents? I'm digging right. the helicopter up over the mountain. Well, they, they left Franz in charge. Yeah. <laughs> the helicopter returned without him. The pilot told you that Carlos decided to stay up at the Everest base camp to check out the, the report that a Yeti had been seen. The pilot also said that nothing weird happened. Nothing <laughs> at all. Well, that sounds like something someone who did something yeah. weird would say. I don't, t- I don't trust this pilot one bit. I didn't touch <laughs> Carlos at all. Hey, nothing weird happened. He said, he, right. had, he said he had a radio transmitter, but you have received no word from him. Carlos, that is. <laughs> the weather turned bad and radio communication was interrupted. Unlike car lost. Yeah. You have enough. Okay, now pay attention, you fucking am, slacky am, am, sack am, of am, shit. Am. You have, an you have an appointment to speak with R.N. Runnell, the director of expeditions and mountain research, and an authority on Yetis. <laughs> he knows of your plans. You need his help with official permits for the expedition. He will also have good advice and information. But what about Carlos? <laughs> 
Gideon, if you decide to cancel your meeting with Runnel and search for Carlos, I guess tell me, or if you feel that Carlos is fine and go ahead with your plan to meet Runnel, I mean, tell me. Uh, I'm going to meet Runnel. You think Carlos is good? I think he's okay. They, yet he might be gentle. Yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe Ronald can help said me, uh, he didn't, help me uh, figure this out. He wasn't going to kill him. Yeah. You know? I definitely think that helicopter pilot fucked him. I do too. <laughs> can we... Do, let's just move... What am I, page eight or nine? You're page eight. And everybody is... We're going to just decide everybody's 18 in this story. Okay. okay <laughs> you know okay, what I mean? Okay. Yep. I don't need no <laughs> pilot fucking no child on my yeah, podcast, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. You walk down a street bordered by tall pines. They are green, blue, and the branches and needles are very fine and delicate. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Much like Carlos's cock. <laughs> Glad he's 18 now. Yeah. He's 18, yeah. He's I'm so happy. Two minutes ago, that would have been a weird <laughs> fucking joke. Weird set. Update, had a birthday. He's 19 now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope the Yeti got him something yeah, nice. Well, mm-hmm. you moisturize <laughs> nice. a cock like that, you got to buy him something. Hanging from the upper branches are what look like huge, tear-shaped, blackish-brown fruit. You stop and look up, wondering what they are. What is that? Then one moves, spreads giant wings, and flaps off. They are bats, the largest bats you have ever seen. You reach the foreign ministry, and you are shown the waiting room. You wait a few minutes, and then are ushered in to meet R.N. Runnell, Director of Expeditions and Mountain Research for the Nepalese Government. And Ronald here. No, no. <laughs> no, he says, "Welcome to our country. We wish you success, but I have some bad news. The expedition you have proposed could be very dangerous." You look at him, not knowing what to expect. Huh? Uh-huh. Good work. Recently, a large expedition. Set okay, out- is this really recently, or is this like comedy recently? Yeah, this is yeah. what he's saying. All okay, right? okay. Oh, but he's not a stand-up comedian. No. Right? So this actually happened, yeah. like, recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Not Recent- in 2012. <laughs> recently, a large expedition set out without telling us uh, that they were going after the Yeti, says Runnell. They used guns and traps and tried to kill one of them. The Yeti are angry. Mr. Runnell, we must... We just want to find a Yeti. We have no intention of ever hurting a Yeti. That was you. That was me? Gideon, yep. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. I know that. It sounded, it sounded like you. Mm-hmm. sounded good. I know that. We have checked up on you, and it is a shame about the others. I must advise against going into Yeti territory. Not Yeti. We can't go in. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? There we go. I've been sitting on that one. I could arrange a trip for you into the Terai region out of the mountains in the jungle area. You could photograph and study the tigers. They are famous and also dangerous. Later, perhaps you could conduct the expedition you are leading. All right, Gideon. Here we go. Okay. If you die, this, if you decide to go ahead with the expedition for the Yeti, say that. If not, <laughs> if you decide to postpone the expedition to let the Yeti calm down and go after the tigers, that's the other option. I gotta, I gotta let that Yeti calm down. Really? Yeah. So you're gonna go after some tigers? I didn't. I thought that did not make sense. But all right. Hey, he's the, I gotta let, dude, the, he's the one with the, He's the one with the golden arm on this podcast. Yeah. He, he gets to Oregon. He. Uh, yeah. What if I do make it all the way through? Uh, am I on page eighteen or nineteen? Oh, nineteen. <laughs> the one without a fucking photo. <laughs> and it's a big picture. All right. You talk with Runnell at length about the Tarare, a tropical zone at the sea level, just one hundred miles from Everest. 
The mm. highest elevation on Earth. Hell yeah. What contrast? You realize that it will make the excellent material for a future art for a feature article. From he wants your... new material. That's why he's on this trip. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's gonna Gideon, make... do you know what the elevation of Everest is? 420. You also write for the local <laughs> newspaper, apparently. Uh, the terrarium is a is incredible. Runnell yeah, no tells way you. this kid's twelve. The jungle is filled with flowers and animals. The fierce Indian tiger and the dangerous rhinoceros. I will arrange to have elephants carry you into the remote oh. areas. Within two days after leaving a message for Carlos, you are riding on an elephant's back, swaying with its ponderous footsteps. The heat is almost unbearable, and drops of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Drops of sweat roll down your neck and soak your back pussy oh. and crack. <laughs> Hot time, summer in the jungle. Back of my neck getting dirt and grumble. Oh. You come to a stream bordered by thick green jungle. Did you say ream? Yeah, I did. Uh, there in the sand are boot prints Ooh. and spent cartridges from a large weapon. It's a tiger person. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Must be poachers after tiger skins and elephant tusks. Then you're riding an elephant. Dangerous. Is he by himself riding this elephant? Says your guide. No, he's with oh, the guide. Okay. You think that was Gideon talking the whole time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's Inner monologue. <laughs> Let's follow them. Let's see what they're up to. Okay, but maybe we should split up. That way we can cover. More territory. Oh, I thought this was going to say cover more tracks. Very good. I like covering blues tracks. Get in. Let me know. Would you rather split up or stay together with your guide? Stay together. Yeah, you should never fucking split up, dude. No, absolutely not. I'm on an elephant. I've never ridden one before. Yeah. What page? 29, baby. Damn, I'm like halfway through this book. I'm cruising. Hell yeah. Here we go. Okay, maybe a quarter. Halfway through. One quarter through. You and your guide head downstream. You find the poachers killing tigers and elephants for their skins and tusks. Not cool, dude. It's not cool. It's a serious crime in Nepal. They don't believe in leaving evidence of their activities. You try running away into the forest, but the poachers are quick. Oh, Jesus. They don't leave any witnesses. Oh, no. The end. Damn, that was fast. Well, great podcast. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Silly Gideon. Hold on, hold on. We'll just we'll go. We'll, I don't like this. We don't like this decision. We'll you don't like back. that ending? No, we're gonna no. go back. So dumb. All we right. have to go back. Let me see it. All right, we're going back to that last dumb fucking. So obviously Gideon fucked it all up. So I got split up, then, right? Which is weird. That's so dumb. Uh, now you're gonna split up. I guess my guide's gonna get killed and i'm just at least you're not getting split up by the poachers or that yeti like my yeah, friend carlos yeah where the fuck is this yet we didn't even make it to the yeti yeah you go tiger chasing that's what the problem yeah, you go is. tiger chasing the problem is <laughs> all right so now you're staying together right no a- now you're splitting up no, splitting up yes okay you say to the guide you go on downstream nope what's that okay you say to the guide <laughs> you go on downstream what I'll head into the jungle and circle around and meet you at the stream. If you need help, fire three shots. Wait mm, six seconds and then fire mm, three more shots. Okay, be careful, said your guide. You set off into the jungle, moving as quietly as possible. 
Two hours later, you stop for a rest, swatting at the mosquitoes and pricking off the leeches. With a roar, a magnificent tiger, at least eight feet in length, from nose to tail, from butt to base, springs out of the brush. They're great. You are fucked. Whoa, what? The end. Really? Man, I knew you should have never gone Tiger yeah, doing go stuff chasing. in the fucking first place. Don't Everything leads that, to a death. Don't you remember that TLC song, Don't Go Chasing Tiger Falls? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so now we got to go all the way back. Crud, dude. Yeah, to where the guy's like, hey, do you want to go save Carlos, which is the obvious storyline in this fucking thing, ca- so we can go find an abominable so what, snowman? Together. It's not like we're best friends or nothing. All right, so now we're going to I think go- he's a pretty well-hung dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now we're going yeah, back. The ropes. Do you do you want to go on with the expedition for the Yeti? Yeah. Yes. Right. What you should have been doing. The book's called The Abominable Snowman. I want to. Not the I've Tiger Boy to Nepal. I want to see some stuff. You saw your fucking selves get killed twice. You I like guess that? So. God, you're a real loser when it comes. Don't you to think it would have been smarter books. from the get go? You. What made you go with the tigers? I was letting the Yeti calm down. Oh yeah, because these things that we don't know anything about, you figure they. What yeah. if they're? Franz said they don't kill. Don't you listen? He's they're yeah, gentle. Yeah, that's why I went after the tigers. They're not going to kill Carlos. Tigers kill. Yeah, but so so. I was saying I got time to see the tigers. Do you want to hang out? He's not going to kill Carlos. Would you want to hang out with this animal that's gentle, or do you want to go hang out with these animals that are tigers? We don't know that the yeti is gentle. Car- the yeti is a cross between humans and apes, and the tiger is, is a, a cross, cross between, between cats, cats and, and dogs. humans. Cats kill. They're the biggest murdering. Fucking things on the planet. Prove it. Right. Where's your research? Here you go. Now we are we we are now we're going after go the yeti. Go keep reading. Okay. You're better. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I suggested at the beginning, and you were like, "No, we got to pass it around." <laughs> I appreciate. Okay, so now you've decided to go after the fucking yeti. Finally, yeah, like the choice you should have made eight minutes ago. I just want to see what all choices we had. So I want people to get the whole book experience. <laughs> I want to see a rock fall on your head, but not in the book in real life. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You should make up this next page. I appreciate your warning and kind offer yes, of the alternative <laughs> to go to the Terrari. You say, we are committed to this exhibition. We will search for your Yeti with openness and friendship and pawn fronds. R.N. Runel nods his head and speaks quickly mm. to his assistant in Nepali. <laughs> Within minutes, you have the necessary papers for the expedition. Toilet. Stamped in the proper places with the official seal of gotta, the Nepalese government. Got to bury your shit out there. Yeah. yeah. As you shake hands before leaving, he stops you. Gross. Look, if you are determined to go on your expedition, it could be easier and safer if I... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. Come with you. Oh, this is about to be a sexpedition. What should you do? Having a government official... Who's so handsome along with you might just <laughs> cause <up>. delays <laughs> and bureaucratic snafus, among other things. On the other hand, he could also smooth the way. Hmm. Whatever will I do? Wait, one of those is worse? If you accept Reynolds' offer, let me know. If you decline his offer, LM in. Reynolds is coming with me. It's LMK, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but I said it wrong. I realized it. I realized it. <laughs> MLK, is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. Let me know. L- Larton, like, LMN. Larton Luther King. Let me know. Well, this is a great This is time. great. This is great. 
Give I don't know the story. Again. I hope you're having fun. I'm having a good time. Hey, listeners, tweet at us. Let us know. Now that he's a member of your expedition, Reynolds sends out a government team to set up your base camp and find Carlos. Success! Carlos is found and rejoins you. You kiss. It, huh. it, that was easy. <laughs> Real? Ronald turns out to be an this is a excellent... a horny book. Hey, we're 18. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> hey, Carlos is 19. And, oh, 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 he just turned 20. Oh, he only got to be 16 in Nepal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they all are 18. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> six porters carry your food and tents and supplies. One of the porters is named Jeff. His hog really? is huge. <laughs> This leaves you free to explore the steep valley sides and the small villages along Carlos's body. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to this book? The days are long, but not as long as the hog Carlos swings between his legs, <laughs> bouncing against his thighs as you everly <laughs> caress them. Soon it's not just long, but hard as well. Your legs ache from the constant pounding as you walk <laughs> along the narrow trails, which have served these Nepalese people for hundreds Wait, of years. Wait, are they Nepalese? <laughs> Above you are bright <laughs> blue skies dotted with clouds. The snow and ice flanks of the Lutis, Pumori, and Everest rise above the green of the lower slopes. Carlos puts his arms around you. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> move on from what? <laughs> it, it, that's just how you turn pages. That's what you see. Oh, nice. <laughs> There's a photo. In that picture. As you approach a village, Ronald points out a large building with a red roof, which stands is it above the, red the roof small <laughs> yeah. houses close to the They got these here in the... Oh, fuck. He says, that is the Pizza Hut. That is where you can go when you read books. What? Shut up. That's so weird. That's... Wait, that's the Pizza Hut where there lives a monk, a Buddhist monk who has lived with a... What? You're making that up. There's some weird Patrick. What's going on here? I'm just trying to get through the book, bud. Are they real? Is there really a Pizza Hut reference in the middle of this? Really fuck Carlos. (laughs) But I thought no one had really. Okay. Oh, I misread it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Start on page 26 again. Take two. Okay. Clap. As you approach a village, Ronald pulls out. (laughs) He then points out a large building with a red roof, which stands above the small, neat houses clustered above it. That's the Pizza Hut. <laughs> it's funny because I said the same shit I said before. That's the monastery where there okay. lives a monk, a Buddhist monk, who has lived with the Yeti, but don't ask him about it because it ended poorly. <laughs> the Yeti kept some of his stuff, and some of the stuff he said was his, but it wasn't. He All said, right. he, I had this when I moved this to Nepal. And the Yeti said, No, my mom sent me that from Florida. <laughs> Patrick, read it correct. There's a narrative here, and you're just pissing all over R.A. Montgomery's hard work. The Buddhist monk told how he told the Yeti that she could keep all the DVDs. I don't even fucking want them, <laughs> but ended up taking Saving Silverman anyway. <laughs> but I thought no one had really seen one. I thought no one had, alive had spent Saving time Silverman. with the Yeti. Reynold answers, a well-kept secret. You can keep a secret, can't you, bud? <laughs> Those who share the secret knowledge of the Yeti are pledged to reveal this knowledge only to appointed people. You and I, you, and you alone are one of the appointed people, Gideon. It has been seen in the stars. It has been read in your hand. Reynolds takes your hand and starts massaging it gently. <laughs> now we're talking. What do you mean, Gideon says. I like older men. <laughs> who saw it in the stars? Who read it in my hand? Ronald does not read answer it in for my s- hand. That's when I'm scrolling. I yeah. Read it in my oh, hand. Oh, nice. Yeah. Squirted in my hands what I do when I'm in a stranger shower. NSFW. 
Ronald does not answer for several minutes. Just holds your hand and looks you in the eyes. Then he speaks. If you accept the secret knowledge, which he said in quotes, your life will change. You will never be the same. He licks his lips. Decide now, buddy. To accept the knowledge? (laughs) If you are ready for the secret knowledge of the Yeti and the responsibility that goes with it. Yes! Or you reject the offer. (laughs) Reject the offer. Stop jerking off. God damn, Reem. If you reject the offer of the secret knowledge, turn. Okay, let me know. You want to accept it? I would like to accept it, of course. Accept that knowledge. Well, you say, of course, but remember earlier when twice you picked wrong? (laughs) No, we. He picked wrong once. And it led down to a track of him yeah, dying yeah. twice. Your decisions There was matter. no way backing out of that. Nope. He picked wrong ones, which led him to two wrong answers. Yeah. <clears throat> I gladly accept your offer, big man. I'm ready for the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Said Gideon. Roll that beautiful Yeti footage. <laughs> uh, come with me, Runyon said. And he made sure to spell come with a U. <laughs> he heads you to the monastery. Carlos stays behind. He seems pissed. You and Runnell enter the monastery through a huge wooden door. It is dark inside. (laughs) Wood. It is dark inside, but you make out the figure of an old man seated on the floor. Behind him is a statue of Buddha. The man welcomes you and motions you to sit before him. You see that he is wearing the robes of a monk. You are served yak butter tea, a thick broth that you find hard to swallow, like the jizz. (laughs) (laughs) That's not in there. It is, but it's just... I mean, it's just like a... I guess that's just a little backstory on Giddy. Yak butter. Give me some of that jizz tea, please. You can hear bells in the distance and wind in the pine trees just outside the window. It's beautiful. You sit for what seems like hours listening with your whole being. Finally, the monk speaks. Time now to go on the next journey. What journey, you ask? This is getting too weird, you say, as you finish swallowing your cup of cum. That's not in there. That's in there. That's in. That's on the pages. Don't don't belittle. There's not come on the pages. There's yeah, a lot of. I, I was going <laughs> to ask about that. There's a lot of come on some of these pages. <laughs> Only on the pictures, though. Uh, I think you mean yak butter. <laughs> yeah, butter. Uh, what journey, you ask? This is getting too weird. You said as you drank your cup of cum. Oh, did I already read that part? Uh-huh. A continuation of the one you are already on. He replies. That's every journey, if you think about it. Yeah. You if you agree monk. to take the journey, let me know. If you decide that you are not prepared to change your life for fucking ever, let me know. Taking it. Taking it to the mountain. Yeah. Journey. Runnell is still with you. He said he'll always be with you. This guy's creeping me out. And also with you. Him and his him and his nipplese traditions. Pointer sisters. (laughs) <laughs> he taps you on the shoulder and you rise and fl- follow him back to the monastery behind the golden Buddha. You rose because you were ro- <laughs> running down his rod as hard as you could. What? <laughs> running down his rod. The heavy, <laughs> the heavy smell of jizz-scented incense fills the air. Can, can we just like... The Yeti are guides to Shangri-La. They take the chosen people to his hidden valley. Which many have heard Ridge. of and only a few have seen. <laughs> Hidden Valley Ridge. <laughs> One of the last chance, my friend. Turn back now and live a normal life with your lover, Carlos. Go ahead and accept the life of the secret world. My life I give to you and on to you. I'll accept it. You going on or are you turning back? I'm going on, life, dude. dude. 
This is my life. RA stands for yours. right ahead. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. We're fl- Oh, I'm about half now. <laughs> I'm ready, Runal. Lead the way. Runal taps three times on the back of the Buddha. Near the spot where its skull and neck join. It makes a changing sound like cymbals being That's struck. That's Chang, chang, chang. Hmm? Oh, it's a clanging sound. Oh. Clang, clang, clang. Clang, clang, clang. clang now, tap boom. three times on the window if you're horny. Wait, that's not right. Awesome. Before you stand a seven... Before you... Okay. <clears throat> I started this page over. Clap. <laughs> I'm ready, Runnel. Lead the way. Runnel taps three times on the back of the Buddha, near the spot where its skull and neck join. It makes a clanging sound like cymbals being struck. No, Buddha is into symbolism. Awesome. Before you stands a seven-foot-tall being with broad shoulders and huge feet. You know what to say about huge feet? Big feet. Big red dicks. Big Big, ass feet. No, you can't call him Bigfoot. That's trademarked. His face is gentle and kind. Aw. You're not scared. Reynolds introduces him. Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> this. Hi, you want a big slam Pepsi? <laughs> Reynolds introduces him. You using your icy hot patch. <laughs> Reynolds introduces him. You like me in those Adam Sandler movies? <laughs> Reynolds introduces him. Okay. This is Kazam, the rapping genius. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say that. Let me see the book. It says, this is Zodak. He is your special guide. Follow him. He will take you where you must go. Wait, is Zodak a Yeti? No, it's a film company. I don't can't tell. Can I say goodbye to Carlos? Oh, it's not usual. Carlos. I do not I advise it. It might upset him and you. However, if you wish, go and say farewell. Uh, if you go and bid farewell to Carlos, let me know. Or if you decide against bidding farewell to Carlos, let me know. I'm Nobody gives it. a shit about Carlos. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, I, you He's ca- dragging this book I'm against down. it. Tell Carlos he can scram. Yeah. Do you want to go back and tell him that? No. Cram, cram it with walnuts, it nerd. Okay. I'm going with Zodak. So you're not going to yeah. tell him. Okay. I'll flip those pages, baby. Yeah. 92. 92. How'd you know? And I saw 91, and then you flipped it one more page. Oh, wow. Good. Wow. It's brain good. stuff. Zodak motions. <sighs> Clap. Clap. Zodak motions Zodak. for you to follow. He takes one giant step into the air. You look with amazement as he hovers a meter off the ground. What? Then you step up into the air, and you, too, are suspended above the floor of the oh. monastery. <laughs> You're levitating. Oh, fuck, you say. (laughs) Whoosh. The two of you zoom out of the monastery, right through the walls, up into the sky. That was unreal. What was in that tea, man? (laughs) What was in that yak butter? What was in that cup of cum I drank? (laughs) You travel at an unimaginable speed. 50, 60, 70 miles per minute. I can imagine those. (laughs) You climb at a dizzying pace. Until the two of you stand on top of the sharp, icy crest of Mount Everest. Below you stretch glaciers, mountains, Whoa, and there's valleys. so many dead people around here. You see the world from the top. Get a selfie, dude. Zodak points to a narrow slot near the topmost point of Mount Everest. <laughs> he says, uh, LOL, that's the route. 
That's how you get to Shangri-La. Honestly, I know it's a slit, but seriously, that's where you go. Oh, Zodak yellow. Don't be gross. Don't be gross. Don't be gross. He takes three steps, enters the slit, oh. and disappears from sight, moaning. For real? How much ad-libbing are you doing here? Uh, I think the. Uh, I don't think Patrick's that clever. This. I think the rules the of a good uh, improviser is if you have to ask that. Yeah, and <laughs> you take one last look at the earth about you. You see the clouds rolling up from the flat, dry plains of the Punjab in India. You see the I don't curve. Like dry Punjab. You see the curve of the earth. You see the contrail of an airplane far to the south. You step to the narrow chute. It's warm. Wet, <laughs> glistening, with the shine of a metal unknown to you. Fuck you, yeah, dude. You yeah, hover dude. in wow. space it's in the narrow wow. metal tube. In truth, you are moving at a great speed down through the center of Everest. Well, something I can't imagine, like 40, 50, 50 <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> there is a rose-colored glow around you. Ah, oh, shit, I'm going to spurt. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Zodak? Wait, that's what Some I said? guide, you think... Leaving you alone? Jesus, what's next? What is next? I don't know. It'd be funny if it's Jesus. Hey, you made it to my lair. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I thought this guy was supposed to be bald. (laughs) (laughs) With a gentle bump, you come to rest in front of you is (laughs) is a clear glass door. Whoa. You push it open. Gonna break that glass door. There before you stands Zodak. Again? Cock in hand. Whoa. Come with a U. <laughs> Welcome to Shangri-La. You walk out into a dark green valley surrounded by low-lying hills. In the distance are high mountains. One of them looks like Everest. You hear music unlike any music you've ever heard before. But honestly, you haven't listened to much music because your parents were real religious, and so you only know <laughs> weird 60s stuff and then songs from the Bible, but not the good songs from the Bible, the bad ones. The ones that are just about, like, goats and shit. <laughs> the sunlight is warm and relaxing. Zodak leads you down a long trail to a seven-story building. Whoa. It seems to be a fortress, but it is painted white and red and gold? There are no soldiers, no guns, only people who smile and greet you as though you're an old friend. Hippies. It seems so natural. Big naturals. Hanging. (laughs) You turn to Zodak and you get a shock. His rod's out. He's not touching it, but it's hard. I think it's been out the entire time. His form has changed. Now he is the mirror image of you. My rod's out. Not hard. (laughs) What does this mean? Although you never find out about that, you learn about... That's real. Although you never find out about that, you learn about many things as you stay in the valley. You have the chance to try many activities you could never try before. Anal, upskirt, butt-fucking, sucking, titty-fucking... like this book at all. Ear-coming... Coming in an ear, an ear coming in you. Uh, Up stuff, ears? down stuff, small stuff, big stuff, stuff, stuff that climbs on well, rocks. We lost listeners. <laughs> you learn to be contented within the limits of the small valley. Second thoughts? 
Small Valley is uh, Zodak's nickname for you. This is the first time I've had to move backwards in the journey. Oh, no. Other than when the two times Gideon died. Yeah. Okay, last chance. Is that it? It was. Is that what you want? Okay, you're on. One of the valley, out of the valley of Shangri-La and back to the real world. Is it different? Yeah, what happened? I didn't choose anything. Clap. Clap. I'm not editing any of this. I just want the listeners to know where <laughs> where I'm uncomfortable with how it all went. Zodak leads you down a long trail to a seven-story building. It seems really? to be a fortress, but it is painted white and red and gold. And gold? There are no soldiers, no guns, only people who smile and greet you as though you're an old friend. Oh, it right. seems so natural. Big naturals, hanging. <laughs> you turn to Zodak and you get a shock. His form has changed. Now he is the mirror image of you, but naked. With rod. Not touching his rod, but it's hard. What does this mean? <laughs> Although you never find out about that, you learn about many things you stay in the val you learn about many things as you stay in the valley. Anal, upskirt, <laughs> fucking small. It's not in there. You have the chance to try many activities you could never try before, but only what is available in the valley. You learn to be contented within the limits of the small valley. Second thoughts? Second thoughts about what? One last chance. Is that it? Is that what you want? Okay, you're on. Out of this valley of the Shangri-La and back to the real world. Is it different? Can you do whatever you want? Can you fulfill your dreams? Can you enjoy your life completely? Or must you be content within limits? Man, this is a heady. The end. So I won. That's a pretty heady So Eddie. I won, right? Yeah, I think that's... I think that's the end. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the good endings you want. Yeah. I didn't find a Yeti though, right? That Zodak's a Yeti. Yeah. Oh. And you got to experience all that stuff there. That's cool. Anal. Flying. Penal. Upskirts, downskirts. Here's another ending. You look at Runnel, you look at the monastery, and you look at Carlos. No, I'm not ready to accept your offer. No sooner have you spoken the words than you clouds choke with narrow valley. The mountains seem to vanish, and the monastery is swallowed up by darkness. Runnel turns his back to you and speaks as if you are the wind. I'm sorry, my friend. You cannot accept... Since you do not feel that you can go ahead, the expedition is over. All permits are revoked. You must return to Kathmandu and leave the country in 24 hours. Yeah, more like Kathmandu. Yeah. yeah. The note of finality in Reynolds' voice tells you that you have no choice whatsoever. Your trip is done. You chores. That's what happens if you decide to go back and say goodbye to Carlos. Oh, okay. I like how I ended. Yeah. I pretty lived, obvious. I lived in that oh. one. I'd have made it all the way through the end. Gideon sucks. Wow. I, don't I don't know about that. Well, right. that's the, what do we think? What do we think? I was. I don't remember them being that horny. Felt like it got real dirty. Yeah. Feel like yeah. I'm not. Uh, there I, aren't any warnings. I felt like this stopped being either. a fun podcast and started being a weird improv set where I <laughs> where there was a lot of stakes on my riffing. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah, Tiger. So what shakes. happened? So I, I guess on the uh, according to the back of the book, there's five different endings. So we found three of them, and then I read another one. Well, five at the end, I'm assuming, is what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, but that's what it would be. I, oh, or these are yeah, just Yeah, but endings. I think I ended somewhere over here last time. So, I see what you're saying. So the main story yeah. is... Is there like a map that tells you us... You and Carlos went, and then you lost Carlos. Yeah, and then we got back together. And then you met up with the guide guy. night of sex. Yeah. And then I said, see ya. Yeah, okay. well, can one of you quickly tell me the story? 
Yeah. What happened? Tell me from the get-go. Him and his friend Carlos went on a mountain expedition, and then some guy... Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine expedition. And then uh, some guy from the Nepalese government Government. came in and was like... uh, Runnels. Runnel. I'll help y'all. Runnels actually knows the... Yeti. Yeti and everybody. Yeah. So you're getting ready to... He just needs to make sure you're honest or pure or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who decided that you were good enough... Was it Runnels? Jesus Jesus Christ. Oh, the monk. Okay. Runnels is a screen for the monk, and then you meet the monk. Yeah. And then the monk teaches, meets, gives you the Yeti. butter. And then you and the Yeti go flying around the mountain. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Which is fucking you, weird. We go into a slit. That's when I checked out. Once we're and flying. And then you end the, up in shangri Once we're doing a magic car- carpet ride with the I Yeti could, to I sit in shangri I was the one on the adventure. But once you found out that you were okay for the adventure, then you ended up with the Yeti, yep. Kodak or Zodak or whatever. Zodak, Zodak. And then, he, then, then you went flying. You end up in Shangri-La where you get to experience you everything you want to cool do. Shit, yeah. And then you end up by just coming back home, and yep. now you know it all. But the question is, are you happy? I reach enlightenment because you've now you know what it all is worth. Yep. I'm I, I I am happy. Yeah, that was all right. I feel good. You guys watched Chernobyl? Yep. You did. I it, did watch it. Yeah. Are you asking if I watched Chernobyl in the book or in real life? The, in yeah, real yeah, life. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you were you're too young. You know, you know that I was only. 18 in the you know that yeah, you scene in the sh- you know that scene in the show with all the hot naked miners yeah oh wait okay <laughs> uh, m-i-n-e-r-s now yeah that, that's <laughs> isolate that isolate that <laughs> that's how i feel right now <laughs> you gotta say coal before that okay? huh? you gotta what say is, coal miners what is the joke what is what are you saying Tell me what you're saying. Oh, I'm really sweaty. You know all those oh. guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They Did a... you realize the benefit of you saying the words hot naked miners on a podcast? <laughs> what? That, that's what they were. <laughs> yeah, but like, they were hot because they were warm. Yeah. And they yeah. were naked and they were miners digging a mine. Yeah. But it sounded like you were saying a bunch of sexy nude children. <laughs> no. Well, that's what I took. <laughs> that's literally what you said. <laughs> Do you isolate that? that. Isolate that. Do you remember that scene? <laughs> yeah, the, the scene with all the hot naked miners. <laughs> we're gonna get I'm just p- saying this room is hot and I wish I wasn't wearing clothes. <laughs> we're going to get pulled like off the internet on this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, fan favorite. If it wasn't the cum cup of tea, it was the hot naked miners. Yak butter. <laughs> it's hard to talk. That's a tweet. I'm not gonna do it, but it's hard to. It's hard to talk about Chernobyl, especially when your favorite scene was the one with all the hot naked miners. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, getting into big news tonight, you're recording a stand-up comedy album. Yep. You figured that it was your son's birthday. You might as well. Might as well. Might as well get out of the house for a uh, little bit. Yeah, I'm coming into my tenth anniversary of comedy. Ten years. Hell yeah. As I keep telling Patrick, it's my seventh year. It's your seventh year <laughs> doing comedy. Uh, so you got an album. Uh, well, not yet. I mean, it, you're, I will you're recording it tonight, though. Yep. In yes. where? Plug uh, it. Moline? Uh, Black Hawk Room. Moline, Illinois. Isolate that. What's it called? Black Hawk what's Room. Your, yeah. What's your favorite decade? For what? The 20s, baby. Yeah, Mine, the 20s. Mine's Wood Seal Varnish. Decade. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What? Oof. What does that have to do with what he's talking about? He's 10 years in. 10 years in? It's a decade. Uh, so you said uh, decade. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Okay. It's hot. I want to get up in that brain and just see what's going on. <laughs> just book around. It is hot in here. Oh boy, I don't we'll turn the AC off. I'm putting it on myself. When you die, I'll be the one that gets pays them to research your head. <laughs> uh, okay, so what is he violently tweeting? <laughs> Uh, we got real feels of 102 in here. <laughs> yeah, we're baking. Hey, we got real feels of 69, right? Yeah, dude. Baby. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm pointing to my cock. Uh, Gideon, now you got an album recording yep. in at the Black Blackhawk Room in Blackhawk Room, <laughs> the Blackhawk Room in Moline, Illinois. Oh, see what happens when he's not writing that fucking <laughs> dick varnish joke. <laughs> uh, are two shows. Yep. 8 p.m. 10 p.m. 8 p.m. 10 p.m. Uh, do you know what the name of the album is going to be? Um, not sure yet. Cool. That's exciting. Running around some stuff. That's fun. Good, good. Um, but so definitely go to that. Uh, this Saturday. Yep. 17th. August 17th. Yep. At the Blackhawk Room in Moline. Moline, Illinois. Blackhawk. And uh, go check it out. 8 p.m., 10 p.m., 8 p.m., 2 shows. Two shows. You're going to be doing your best shit, all your shit. Yep. Put it on an album. Yep. And then that'll come out. I assume we're going to release it on Jackknife Comedy yep. Records. Yes, we are. Coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe somebody else will buy it too. And then you'll oh. get a lot of money. Uh, so definitely come out to that. Uh, Reem, you got anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, Reemcore on the internet. Find me. Huh. R-E-A-M-K-R-E. That's right. Don't, you have a comedy show that you host too, right? That's right. I host House of Bricks Comedy <laughs> the second Friday of every month at Precious Metal with my good friend, Hannah Boone. Yeah, I, don't, um, I no longer host House of Bricks or Jackknife because I won two games of Mousetrap. That's, right. that's right. Them's the rules. Yep. We had a good Jackknife this month. Yeah, I wish I could have been there. But I, I don't host no more. Oh yeah, mousetrap, mousetrap. Right. Them's the rules. Uh, the rules. And then uh, you can follow me at Patrick Casey. That's at P A J S T I E. Patrickcasey dot com for upcoming shows and dates. Uh, thank you to everybody who's seen me on this little tour I'm on right now with yeah. the show Joan. I'm uh, glad you're gone tonight. I'm glad I'm gone too, buddy. If I had to look at your fucking face every day, the good looking face. Uh, tonight, the day this airs on the fifteenth, we are um at the Mill in Iowa City. So come on out to that. It's gonna be a really fun show. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, get on the Patreon. Give us money. Oh yeah, we'd love some money. You don't even have to get on the Patreon, man. Like um, us. So, oh, love those photos. Follow of you guys. us. Love those photos of you guys in the Taz shirt. Uh, tell your friends. Be cool. Never die. And as always, remember that Taz shirt is spin wash only. <laughs> you interrupted the outro to do a joke you did three weeks ago on the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> If you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So get the fuck out of here. I'm going to call Gideon on the air and see if he wants to come over and do this. You're, no, just hold that up for the phone. You're not going to talk. Hello. Hello, Gideon. What's up, dude? Hey, what are you doing right now? Um, A lot of nothing. Why? Do you want to come do a quick podcast with Reem and I? Uh, when, what does that mean? Well, I haven't, like, showered or anything. That's okay. Right? You don't need to shower or anything. Literally, we're just doing a, we have to do a fun size about a choose-your-own-adventure. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me ask, let me see what Kitty. <laughs> ask your wife. Yeah, shit, I mean, yeah, I can come over, yeah. Can you be, can't be, like, there terribly late, but. Can you be over here in 10 minutes and then we'll be done by 6.40? Um, maybe not 10, but maybe like 20, 25. What about 12? Oh, I don't know. 12, okay, yeah, yeah. just head, um, on over, head on over. You don't got to shower or anything. No, no, I know. I got to brush my teeth, though. I haven't showered. Yeah, Reem hasn't showered.
Yeah, but I do have to brush my teeth. I did brush my teeth. Reem brushes teeth. Alright, I'll be over quickly. Okay, bye. Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com.